are listening to the official podcast of The Congregation, A Place of Discovery, with Pastor Tim Story. Okay, let's pray. Father, thank you so much for our lives. We may not be what we want to be, but thank you, God, we're not what we used to be. Just take about 30 seconds and whatever you're going through, just do your best to cast it on God. Lord, we just give you the stuff we're working through. We're we're going through recovery and discovery at all times. So we give you the stuff we're working through. We ask you for peace. We ask you for answers. In your name we pray. Amen. Mark chapter 2, verse 1 says, A few days later when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home, and they gathered in such a great number to have house meetings. So for th- there was no more room to get in. Some men came bringing him a paralyzed man carried by four of them. Since they could not get to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat that the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, say he saw their faith. He said to the paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven. Now, some of the teachers of the law were sitting there thinking to themselves, why does this fellow talk like that? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But immediately Jesus knew in his spirit that this is what they were thinking in their hearts. And he said to them, why are you thinking these things? Which is easier to say to the paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up, take up your mat, and walk. But I want you to know that the man has authority on earth to forgive sins, meaning him, Jesus. So he said to the man, I tell you, get up, take up your mat, and go home. And he got up, took up his mat, and he walked out in full view of them all. And this amazed everyone, and they praised God, saying, we have never seen anything like this. We're talking about being formed. To be formed is to be sculpted, and that's exactly what's happening to your life. Um, when you look back at pictures when you were a kid, um, do you sometimes wonder why you wore what you wore? Just, just lift your hands. Do you sometimes wonder why your hair was that way? Just, just, just lift your hands. Okay. Um, on my jacket today, I have a picture of me when I was a child. That's me, little Timmy. And, um, but... As we get older, we, we're all getting sculpted, we're all getting formed, and sometimes the way we get sculpted and the way we get formed is very, very, very painful. And sometimes it's, we learn from the rocks and sometimes we learn from the rudder. How many of you know that's true? There was a man in the Bible And this man was stuck. This guy was stuck. He was paralyzed, which means he was unable to move. He was not mobile. And so he needed some people to help him. Uh, I I love culture. So I was doing some research on this whole idea of ride or die. Who's ever heard of this whole idea of ride or die? Okay. And so I found out after three hours of studying this that Ride or Die actually came from a movie that I like. 
It, it comes from a movie called Bonnie and Clyde. How many of you remember this, Bonnie and Clyde? And the, the whole idea was that Bonnie stuck with Clyde even though uh, there were some things that he needed to work on. And so that's where the whole riot I, or die came from. And uh, that was uh, Warren Beatty and, and Faye Dunaway. And so later on, uh, there was a rap song in 1990 that came out, and they talked about Ride or Die. And now there are over uh, 95 rap songs that talk about Ride or Die. So it's, it's, I guess it's, it's a thing. Uh, so Ride or Die, according to the Urban Dictionary, because I know you want to know about this, means to support someone no matter what. To, to stick with somebody no matter what the circumstances. Uh, but usually in rap songs, it has a, a, a negative connotation, which means stay with somebody even though it's toxic. Oh, it's about to get good, good today. <laughs> See, I believe that one of the things that has stunted our growth is that sometimes we stayed with people that we shouldn't have stayed with when it was toxic. See, you could be the right person, say person. You could have the right plan, say plan. Be with the wrong partners, <laughs> and we got problems. So ride or die sounds great, like, But the Bible said, if the blind lead the blind, won't we both go into a pit? So one of the challenges of your life is that there's a scripture in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1, says for you to walk worthy of the calling that God gave you. The word worthy means to honor and to step up to the spoken words over your life. There are spoken words over your life that people from your past are not going to understand. There are spoken words over your life that people in your present are not going to understand. There are spoken words that God has put over your life that there's going to have to be some shifting in who's on your inside because otherwise, you're not going to be able to go to the next place because of the entanglements. So powerful. I like to learn from all types of people. I'm going to go to, but I'm going to go teach in the religion department. And so I want to quote a, a, a famous priest and something that he talks about. He talks about how important it is to find the right partners and that Jesus himself had partners. That here was Jesus being Jesus, but yet he had Peter, James, and John as his inner crew. That's kind of deep, right? So could you imagine Jesus comes to earth to die for our sins, but yet he hangs out with Peter who's working on his cousin. John who cries all the time, come on. And James, who was his relative, he had his inner crew. So we can learn a lot from this whole Jesus thing on how
he was formed even while he was on earth, that he had levels of partners. Say that, say levels of partners. Number one, he had his father. He, to the father, he told him everything. To, to Peter, James, and John, he told them a lot. To the 12, the disciples, in which Peter, James, and John were a part of, he told them a lot, but he didn't tell them everything that he told Peter, James, and John. And then to the 70, he spoke in parables. You got to listen today. See, in order to go to the next place that God has for you, you're going to have to learn how to speak in parables. I have in my notes, sometimes you have to stay quiet even when you feel a shout. Because not everybody that's in your inner circle understands the shout that is ready to come out. Why? Some did not pay the price. Some don't have the same mindset. And some do not have the same motives. But God is going to give you the right people in your life that understand your shout. Somebody clap your hands like you just caught this. Now, it, it, it's going to be hard a little bit because some of you, you don't like to move from one house to another, one apartment to another, one townhouse to another, pay attention. And so some of you are such creatures of habit, you've left the same people in your life and you see it as some kind of ride or die thing. And you are dying because of a loyalty that is really not God-given. Wow. Oprah herself told me, Tim, she goes, how do you deal with all this manipulation? Oprah herself told me this. Because when you start doing well in life, somebody is going to try to manipulate you. This is, I got to come over here. Listen. You have a high calling. Say that. Say, I have a high calling. Say, I must walk worthy of that calling. See, if that's going to happen, you need people with a similar mindset and motives as you so they can handle you. You need people that have the capacity to handle who you really are, that honor what it took for you to even be standing in January of 2019. Somebody clap your hands like you hear what I'm talking about. You don't date somebody just because they're cute. You better find out their journey. You better find out if they respect what it took for you to even be standing in the place you're standing. Man, this is so powerful. There was a man, he was paralyzed. He was stuck. Oh, we find out a lot about people when we get stuck.
Ah, it's so good today. So the man is stuck. He's paralyzed. And he hears that Jesus is around the town. And Jesus is having this healing service. So the stuck man needs some partners. He needs partners. Watch this. It's in my notes that will go the extra mile. Ah, so, you know, I, I got to study stuff. So I studied what the extra mile means. It means you are willing, watch, to make special effort to make sure something happens for someone else. No, seriously, who do you have in your life that will make special effort to make sure something happens for you? I was 16 years of age and I was working at Anders. It was this place where they served food and I'd gone from a dishwasher to a busboy to like an assistant waiter. And I used to drive a Volkswagen. How many remember when the older Volkswagens were really like in style? And so my brother Randy, he made this Volkswagen just look amazing. And so I, I tried to start my Volkswagen and, and it wouldn't start. And, and it, it just wouldn't start, it wouldn't start, it wouldn't start. And I, and I later found out that it was four miles from my house to the place where I was working, and I always get everywhere early. Anybody that deals with me knows that I like to be early. And so I always get places early, so I was trying to get to work early, and the, the Volkswagen wouldn't start. So I said, okay, let me go to my trusty neighbor, the one that I've helped his brother quite a bit. So I go to, I go to my trusty neighbor who is like 10 years older than me, has a car, right? And I said, I knocked on the door because back in the day we didn't have cell phones. So how many of you remember the people knocked on people's doors? <laughs> so I knock on the door and, and, and I go, I, got, I said his name. I said, I said, I said, listen, I said, I said, I'm working at my job. And, and he goes, yeah, I heard you work there. I said, the weirdest thing happened. I don't know what's wrong with my Volkswagen. My Volkswagen won't start. And I said, I said, could you do me a favor? I said, it's, it's, it's not that far away. I said, could you drive me there? Because I got to go, go to work. And, he, and I said, can you drive me there? And he said, no. So then I said, why? He said, because I don't want to. And I said, I said but are you working right now? He goes, no. And I said, you work tonight? He says, no. I said, no, seriously. I said, my car won't start. I said, all I need you to do is drive me. I said, I I'll pay you if you want me to pay you. He goes, he goes, no, I'm good. And he closed the door. How many know that's not my real ride or die partner? This, 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 this gets interesting, doesn't it? He hit the person next to you say, say, this is good. Just hit, just, just hit him. Look at me. All I needed to do is go, I'm, I'm 16 with ambition. Look, take little Timmy. <laughs> little Timmy, world shaker in the making. Take me, I got a job. Four miles. No, how come? I don't want to. You know the sad thing? Let me tell you how far his life went. I'm really not even joking. 
Rudy, look at me. I'll tell you later who it is. Because we grew up in the same neighborhood. Rudy, it wasn't you. We grew up in the same neighborhood. Rudy, it wasn't you. But I'll tell you later who it was. Watch. That's how far that guy's life went. Rudy, look at me. You'd do anything for me, wouldn't you? We've known each other since I was 10 years of age. We played Little League Baseball. You'd do anything for me. For my brother who passed away, you did anything you could to help my brother, didn't you? See, that's, 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 that's what I'm talking about here today. See, God has such a big plan for your life that he brings in people that love you so much that they don't know why, but they want to go the extra mile. But sometimes they can't get in because you have other toxic people that are taking vacancy and occupancy. Come on, somebody. They are in that spot. Gosh, why am I so good at this stuff? Look at me. There's a story in the Bible. There's this guy named Abraham. And God says to him in Genesis chapter 12, he says, he says go to the place and, and, and I will bless you there. Go to the place and I will, I will bless you there and I will bless you. And then the Bible says, and Lot went with him. But God never said take Lot. God said you go to the place. Sometimes God tells you to go to the place and you're trying to take Lot's with you. And Lot had the wrong mindset and he had the wrong motives. And the Bible says for 25 years, Abraham's life unraveled. I, I was speaking at this guy's church, big old church. Some of you guys that are into religion know the pastor. I won't even say his name, but a big old church. And uh, this is a really pretty girl. She was dating a guy from the Atlanta Falcons and they had helped me in my product table the year before, so it was just her this time. And I said to her, I said, I said hey, how you doing? I said, how's your, how's your boyfriend doing? She goes, oh, man, he's awful. I had to change the locks. I had to... But have you noticed that there's very few lifetime people? Watch. Abram. Go, and everywhere you go, you're going to be a blessing. 25 years, he unravels. Because you could be the right person with the right plan, with the wrong partners. And it throws you off. You know, I figured something out now that I'm in my mid-50s plus. I don't want to eat lunch with everybody. I really don't. But you can help me, Tim Story. Probably can. I know a lot of people. But what's your journey? You care about me? Are you into me at all? 
You wonder how my life is going, or is it just meeting me because you're going to get to something else? Four guys carried the paralyzed guy. Four guys. They're carrying him on a cot to Jesus. Watch. You know, they got tired. They were walking for miles. Watch. You know, one of them could have said, you know, man, I got this bad shoulder from a football injury. Come on, people. Then another one could have said, my knee's starting to hurt. Another one could have said, I feel like my wife is calling me. <laughs> I feel like. How many people have we had in our life that we, we gave so much time, so much energy, so much... And they stop before the extra mile. It's interesting. So I, I got all into this, and I put about 17 hours of study into this, and, and I found out that it works best when people have true koinonia. It's a Greek word. Koinonia means... So it's a test, New Testament word. It means fellowship. It means, it means, it means sharing. It means participation. It means uh, to, to, to contribute. It means, it means to actually really know each other. See, when we really get to know each other, then we don't want to hurt each other. If you know each, if you know each other, you don't want to hurt each other. This is so good. Do you know why so many people don't go to church anymore? Because they've been hurt by silly people who say silly things. I'm speaking at a church one time, and, and this, this, this guy comes up to me and he goes, Man, I remember the days. My God, I remember I saw you speak at so-and-so. And da-da-da-da-da-da-da. He goes, I can't believe a guy as positive as you went through a divorce. I said, you mean in 1999? Man, the guy's got a great memory. Did he want to sit me in my setback? Why you want to talk about my then when I'm living in my now? Somebody clap your hands like you're learning something. Come on, somebody clap real loud like you're like, like, come on, clap like you're learning something. See, I was formed by those people too. I was, I was formed because I learned to put boundaries up. Oh, this is so powerful. I love you guys so much. I'm going to tell you the truth. You got to learn to speak in parables. People always say to me, how do you do on Tim's story? Step by step. You never know. Hope something works out. But when I get around a real dreamer, I'll be like, hey, what? Holla, what you talking about? What, 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 what? I ain't going to tell a hater that, though. I'm going to speak in parables. You know, step by step, hope it works out. 
You never know. So powerful. The four guys, they keep caring, they keep caring, they keep caring. We all have had people that have carried, carried, and dropped us. So what do we do about that? Whew, man. Did a lot of research on this. Because I found out that a lot of people get stuck because the dark side of life brings people sometimes to wound us. And we stop at that wound. And we never change chapters. We get stuck at the same chapter of the wound. So powerful. The wound of a business partner leaving you, the, the, the wound of a person leaving you, the wound of, the wound, the wound of, and it keeps you on that, it keeps you on that same, it keeps you on that same, it keeps you on that same, it keeps you on that same chapter. When, when God has ordained 2019 to be brilliant still, 2020 to be brilliant still, 2021 to be brilliant still, somebody clap your hands like you're still going to walk in brilliance. Come on, clap. Bring some energy out of me today. How many of you are learning something? Remember I was doing this wedding in, 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 in Texas? I'll actually tell you who it was for, it was cool. It was uh, my friend that was on the show, Dallas. And Charlene, if you're watching today, I love you. Charlene Tilton from Dallas. She played Lucy Ewing. I did her daughter's uh, wedding. And so there at the wedding was a lady, very classy lady from North Dallas, very classy together lady in her 70s. And she says, they call you the comeback coach, don't they? I said, yes. And she goes, well, I need a comeback. I said, okay, what happened? She says, I was married to the same man for all these years. It was like since they were like, you know, 20. And he left me for another woman that he worked with. And she says, and since then, my life has never been the same. I said, how long ago was that? She said, four years ago. I said, okay, number one, that's awful. I said, but do you still feel like you got life to live? She said, yes. I said, somehow, someway, somehow, someway, somehow, someway, we got to learn to get back up. I said, because do you still believe that there is a calling in your life? Do you feel like there's something amazing that's still supposed to happen in your life? Come on. And just because she was a little bit dry in her personality, so dry, and, I, I, and I, 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 something in my spirit just said, I, I don't think that guy was that great. So I said, I bet he was a great father. She says, no. I said, I bet he was a great communicator. She says, no. I said, I bet he was an amazing lover. And she goes, oh my God, pastor. <laughs> and she goes, no. So I said, 
Is it a possibility we're missing something? Come on. That needed to move on. I don't think you caught that. I said, is it a possibility we're missing something that needed to move on? I think sometimes we're missing things that needed to move on. Wow. Difficult thing. Four more minutes to teach. Watch how powerful this is. Many times when Jesus would go to do something, he'd have 12 disciples with him and he'd tell nine, you guys sit back, Peter, James, and John, let's go in there and do the tough stuff. He didn't take all 12 everywhere. Sometimes he says, you nine sit back, Peter, James, and John, let's go in and do the... I believe that life is going to bring you people that are your true God idea partners, that they will be your inner circle. Come on, somebody. Your real strength, the people who really have a God kind of love for you. Give the Lord a clap. There's a famous person. He's probably one of the three most famous people on the planet, and I won't say his name. And he was going through a tough time, and he called me to his house, and I came in his room, and it was just completely black, dark. And I sat on a bed, and he was sitting on a bed, and it was completely black, and I never said a word for 30 minutes, and he never said a word for 30 minutes. And you know who he is. One of the most famous men in the whole world. Never said a word. <sighs> then I could hear him crying. Then he got up and he hugged me. He goes, that's why I called for you. Because I didn't need words. I just need somebody who cares. See? Wow. Ecclesiastes 4.9 says, pity the man who falls and has no one to help him up. Pity the man who's cold and has no one to keep him warm. Pity the man who's under attack and has no one to cover him while he's under attack. But a threefold cord is not easily broken. So I got to tell you what that means because I took so long to study it for today. A threefold cord means when God strengthens you and you bring strength to someone else. And it's God, it's you, and the other person that you become the person who's just there. Watch. And if I can get a piano player. Sometimes I don't need words. I just need you to sit next to me. Sometimes I don't need you to hype me up. I just need you to sit next to me. God needs to rearrange some of your partners. Because somehow, sometimes people sneak in, look at me, and sit next to you. And they don't understand how important that seat is. Piano sound if you can. Clap your hands if you're learning something today. Come on, clap your hands if you're learning something today.
Wow. They called me up 15 years ago to go pray for this lady, and I closed with this story. She was dying. And they said, the kind of illness that she has, Tim, you can't even go into the hospital room. You just need to pray for her outside. But she sees you. She, she loves you. That's why she's called for you. But the kind of illness she has, you can't go in. I said, are the doctors around? They says, no. I said, I'll be going in. So I went in and I sat next to the lady and she goes, man. And she said a cuss word. She goes, I like you. She goes, you're the real deal. I said, I'm going to be okay. But you're going to be okay too. This is a very true story. I sat next to that lady and I never did one Jesus thing like laid hands on her or cried out to God with the loudest voice. I just sat next to her. I said, tell me about your childhood. Tell me about your dreams. Tell me about what's not done yet. And she started crying. She goes, I know what you're doing to me. She goes, you're making me see into the future. I said, you're not ready to die. I said, give me a hug. Nice knowing you. And I left. And because my life has always been so busy, it wasn't for three years later that I met a man that said, do you remember that one lady that you prayed for in that one city? Do you know that she never died? She ended up getting healed and she's living an amazing life. Why don't you clap like God works miracles? Come on, clap like God works miracles. Let's bow our heads. Just say, thank you, God, that you are making me the type of friend that cares. Say, God, heal me from wounds. Just close your eyes. He's going to heal you. Thanks for listening to the Congregation Podcast. For more information about the congregation, including gathering times, locations, and how you can give and support the community, check us out online at www.congregationchurch.com.